0: like us and we're here with the women of the pit. Um, would you both like to introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about what you do and where you're from?
1: Um, I guess I'll go first. Um, I'm Lori Zahn. <laughs> <Dawn. laughs> um, I'm here on Cape Cod. I'm originally from New York. Um, I have a day job. I work in science research and I also am an, I'm a ceramic artist at night. And um, I help organize
2: Women
3: of the Pit. Nice. Hi. (laughs) My name's Gina. I am also a organizer of Women of the Pit. Um, It's important for us not to say leader because the group belongs to all of us. So we kind of just steer it along the way, right? We don't. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> uh, that's important for us. Um, I'm a librarian by day, a mom of two girls who are now in their 20s. My babies, my, my oldest daughter is actually going to be 26 on Friday. Well, she'll be 26 by the time this airs, but <laughs> yeah. And I'm also a watercolor artist and a wannabe drummer.
2: Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> I tried and it was so fun. Yeah. <laughs> and as
1: soon as she learns those drums, she has a bassist because uh, I, I started playing bass during the pandemic.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like we're in the same situation right now. I know. We're, the
1: same same
2: thing. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, yeah, once actually, we learned those
3: came out during the pandemic, we had all this energy. You don't know what to do. So I started banging on the drum.
2: I love that you like said there's no leaders. You know, like in *Women in the Pit*, it's a true collective of women.
3: Yeah, in- that's that's really important for us to be um, open. You know, like our group is for all women, and we're not like trying to tell anybody how to be or what to do. It's just we're here to support and lift and raise other voices of women and those who identify as women.
1: Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and we like to kind of shine uh, the spotlight on everybody in the group. Mm -hmm. um whether you are a band or a photographer artist and whether you're just a fan of the music we like to shine a spotlight on on everybody so like we're kind of like you know the group is the stage act and we're just like the stage hands you know yeah so that's what we kind of like to think of ourselves as yeah
2: and that's reflective on your social media too we love reading your little like who are we like? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, know, we like, love those.
3: <laughs> so you, guys should you should do one. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. We're gonna, now, we're gonna, now I'm going to send you the links. <laughs>
2: <laughs> doing our. <laughs> we love those though, because there's no like, there's no really like rhyme or reason as to who you're picking. It's just kind of like whoever wants to do it can do it. And we love seeing like all different types of people get featured, whether it's you know someone who's just an active fan who goes to shows and really loves being in the punk community and then like today you posted nancy who you know yeah. came out with that book who's it's great you had um bride riot too recently who's a great band too to come out of i think are they new jersey too or yeah jersey? they're in jersey yeah. yeah and just all these different people that make up you know the scene and it's just it's so cool because everyone has their own part to it whether they think they you know do or don't that's cool. That's
1: absolutely true. And, you know, some I, I've had some people tell me, oh, well, I'm not really interesting enough. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, everybody's interesting. Everybody's we're all interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just nice to get everybody involved. I'm like, I'm hoping that eventually I get to everybody in this group.
2: Yeah. And I think, too, like, once people, you know, see it and come across the group and everything, you're going to attract more and more people, too, who like the message and like what you do and do want to be a part of it. Because, I mean, women have made great strides in punk, but there's still such a long way to go.
3: Oh, absolutely.
2: And the more we can find each other and, you know, support each other, the stronger we'll be, which is your little, your little stronger together hashtag.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and yeah, that <laughs>
2: you
1: know? we want to like link up with all those other groups too, you know. There's like X Sisterhood X and there's, you know, people like you. I just I just followed a bunch of new uh you know groups today, um, just trying to link up all these great groups that are doing pretty much the same as us in like their own little corner. So in their own little ways. Yeah. So it's nice like, to see. It's really, it's really cool. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like a
0: collaboration versus competition.
2: Absolutely.
1: Type
0: of atmosphere, yeah. Yeah.
2: And it's just, it's so cool to see, like, how everyone does their own thing. You know what I mean? Like, there's Mm -hmm. so many groups out there, so many pages doing the exact same things we are, but it's their way of doing it, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, everyone (laughs) brings something unique to the table. Like, with the, you know, the little excerpts of uh, the Who Are We excerpts, like, you, you could find people that you've never would have known about otherwise but then this this group that you follow posts about them and you're like oh this is something new and but fresh that i wouldn't know. You yeah. see
3: them at a show you'll yeah. be like yo i saw your interview i know <laughs> <laughs> that was really cool and maybe you have something in common or maybe you know you even hook up on social media like mm-hmm. you know i was from there too or i like that band too or you know just like little things that we all have in common bring us closer together yeah
2: i think that's well that's yeah. how we kind of found you was through the anti-flag tour with Bad Cop. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Saw you on, like, you know, their stories. Like, everyone was reposting each other's stories because they're all together. And one thing that stuck out for me that I was like, oh, my gosh, look at how cute they are. Like, this little group was at the show. There was a small group of you that wore, you know, the Women of the Pit shirts and sweaters. You were all together and you took a group picture in front of the banner and you had put like in your story, if anyone needs help or feels uncomfortable at the show, like find one of us and we'll help you out. And I thought that was so cool to see. Like you don't see that a lot at shows, but it was just really (laughs) cute. Like this little group of women is like at the show together and they want to (laughs) like make sure everyone feels safe and comfortable.
0: It was like immediate safe space. Like you could just
3: feel it.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like
3: Right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Uh, one of our admins was actually on tour with them. She's their stage manager and we're lucky to have her as like part of our part of our admin group. Yeah. But that's May Mayling Ling uh, yeah. was on tour with them. She was their road crew. For-
2: yeah. I saw I saw the banner. It was like the first show. They had your banner up on the stage. I was like, look at how cute this is. Like, <laughs> like in her tank top. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we're we're kind of hoping to s- spread that around, you know, like just that that message, you know, so that people don't feel, you know, like alone if they get into trouble. Yeah. So, or
3: you know. even just being there by yourself, yeah. right? Like sometimes, you know, we all go to shows by ourselves. Some, sometimes, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe Another friendly um, face or, you know, someone that you... No, it could just be a little bit it makes you feel a little bit more comfortable at a show
2: yeah
3: you know not to say like bad things happen at hardcore shows you know it's just it's just having yeah. somebody who's there
1: yeah I was thinking more of a panic attack but yeah <laughs> <laughs> when I said bad it was trouble you know? <laughs> yeah because that was that's what would happen to no. me <laughs>
3: well that's even if I get in the door right so should right, I tell exactly them? <laughs> So when this all first started, Lori and I were like on the phone, first of all, we didn't know each other, like until this group, we met through this group and, and, um, there was a show coming up. I don't even remember who was playing, but, um, I didn't know anybody there. Like, like back in the day, we used to go to shows by ourselves because we knew everybody that was there, but a lot of the people I grew up with aren't around anymore. And um, there was a show and I wanted to go. And I was like, I'm gonna go by myself. And then I get there and I'm like having anxiety, like walking into a place by myself. And so I call Lori (laughs) and she's like, you can do it. And it was just so funny. It was so, like, I look back and I'm like, it's a little pathetic, but not really because like walking into a place where you don't know anybody and you don't know how people are going to be. Like, again, back in the day, People really, it wasn't always so friendly. So I still have that in my head, but it was fine. (laughs) fine.
2: It's the the thought of going into something and not knowing what to expect, even though you know, you know, like, right. I don't know. Exactly. it's,
1: It's kind of the whole concept behind starting this group. I mean, I originally, um you know daisha and i um who's one of our organizers as well daisha and i met on um the new york hardcore chronicles with drew stone his podcast um we met in the chat room and then he had us both on his show and um afterwards we were talking and you know she's like oh i don't really have you know many people to go to shows to you know because of her situation she had been out of the scene for a couple of years and I had been out of the scene for a couple of years. I was like, yeah, it's the same thing with me too. And, you know, like we should start a Facebook page for people like us who don't have, you know, anybody to go to shows with. And maybe we can like, you know, network and blah, blah, blah. That's originally what it was supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to be this whole thing. Um <laughs> We were not expecting all these people to follow us. We were expecting, you know, like little, like little loner, hardcore nerds to follow <laughs> us, you know, like people like us, like, I don't have any friends to go to shows with. And the next thing we know, it just like exploded into, you know, what it is today. It grew very quickly. And we just kind of, you know, accepted it and refocused we going it with and, it, right? We're just yeah, going. just kept going. <laughs>
3: Now we have a song we're putting on shows and we're
2: raising. We never expected this.
3: (laughs) You're having fun with it.
2: Yeah, this was not part of the plan. It's okay. So. This this wasn't part of our plan either.
0: This wasn't our plan either. I what was our initial I don't remember our initial, plan. Remember our initial <laughs> like,
2: idea? Like, let's just try to find some people. Yeah. Like, literally, with. yeah. Like we started ours on like an afternoon. We're like, you know what, we're gonna do this. And then we created the Instagram page and we're like, okay, well now what do we do? We have the- what do we do with this? <laughs> <laughs> like you
3: have this page now, uh-
1: Right. Next thing you know, you have twenty five hundred followers who's like, okay, so now what's next? And you're just like
0: right. Uh, right? You have this, like, audience of
3: people, like, what are we doing? What's going on? (laughs) You're, like, (laughs) expecting things from you.
2: It's, like, exciting to know that, like, you have kind of an influence on people, but at the same time, you're, like, don't look at me. Like, don't. (laughs) do out. Like.
3: (laughs) What did like, we do? <laughs> I know it's scary. <laughs> like we'll hide in the back. Thanks. Like we're not about like being in the spotlight. Like even doing this. I was like, does it have to be at seven o'clock? Can't we just get it over with? So I don't stress all day long about like, <laughs> this interview. Yeah,
2: yeah. I know. I mean, yeah. it's it's cool to see just like how fast things are growing and how receptive people are and it's it's just cool to see you know these accounts doing something for something that's much bigger than themselves you know what i mean because i mean you're all putting on shows now which is so cool to see and like kind of a huge deal you know especially in the hardcore scene like it's still very like male dominated but you have you know like moff and all these little bands that are like women of the pit bands you know that like follow and engage on the account that are now like on these shows and it's so cool you have the little like women of the pit logo in the corner with like all these little bands and it's kind of like helping bring in this other group that's been so underrepresented well that's that's
3: the good part of what we do right because we can uplift the voices that and amplify those voices that we want like Mm -hmm. maafa is like like <laughs> <laughs>
1: should be much
3: bigger, unbelievable than are. yeah just yeah. unbelievable so um again flora is also part of our admin group and we're we're grateful to have her um that kid is so talented and, is. and and brilliant she's a brilliant musician and and just a lovely human and uh yeah She's doing both of our shows. Her band, MAFA, is playing at both of our shows. We have one coming up in Massachusetts and then another one in New York at the Bowery Electric. So that's going to be sick. (laughs) (laughs) You
1: can feel the
0: excitement.
1: (laughs) I was listening to Wisdom and War today. So I I was like, I need to learn all their lyrics because I want to dance off at their show, singing with them. Yeah. I'm so excited.
3: Well, that's the other thing, like even bands that don't have women in them, like, like support our mission, right? Um, There's, there's a lot of bands out there like that, like uh, Matic. there's Enziguri, like.
1: Silence equals uh, death.
3: Silence equals death.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Did I say Reblematic?
3: Did I say them? <laughs> you no,
1: know, yeah, they really support our mission. Jerry X. Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot of bands that really have gotten behind us and we're right from day one. Yeah. So that's been great to see.
3: Yeah, it's cool to have the guys support. And Drew, too. Like Drew. Yeah. Don, where where it all started from his yeah
1: show. he's been and he's been amazing. So like our first um, kind of event that we co-hosted was um, a holiday party at Generation Records, you know. Yeah. And so it was like he was doing his book signing and we were co-hosting and it was really great. We're going to be doing another event with him um, at Generation Records and that's the Nancy Baril book signing. Yeah. So if the, mm-hmm. I'm not holding your coat. We got really we were super excited about that book and. Right when that book was rolling out, that's when our group started. Okay. Um, and so, you know, and Nancy is also another one of our organizers. So, yeah. um, you know, she's very involved in the page and we were very involved with her book. It was just so amazing. We did, um, we did a it's t-shirt. Like
3: we all bonded over her book, right? We yeah,
1: we really okay. did. Yeah, yeah, we really did. So um, we did a t-shirt and I'm not holding your coat t-shirt. Um, and we sold them to raise money for a scholarship at her high school. Wow. So, um, yeah, so that was really a lot of fun to do with her. And, um, yeah, like we said, we just love the book. It's just such a great, and we want to encourage more people to like
2: tell their stories, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That book is great. And I love, like, I love looking back on like. What the punk scene was versus like how it is now, like it's kind of, it's just reminiscent. Like to see like the changes and you know everything. Like, my my parents were punks too, like in the eighties, like oh yeah, in, like the LA scene. Oh so, in LA. yeah, okay. yeah. So it's it's always cool to hear like old stories about like. You about don't movies. want to hear my old stories. <laughs> <laughs> my mom has those same old stories too. She gets she still won't tell me. I'm like okay.
3: <laughs> like had told me then when I was like 15 16 years old in the 80s that we would be doing this interview That <laughs> teen was even still around I would have said yeah we were all just flying by the seat of our pants it really wasn't yeah. um yeah yeah I, I mean yeah it was, <laughs> it was fun but it was you know it was it was,
2: <laughs> it was something, yeah. it lost a lot of people,
3: you know, yeah. a lot of people are gone. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I'll tell you what I didn't have growing up back then in the scene was a group of women like this. Um, I always wanted, but they just, they just really weren't a lot of women around in New York hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> so I had my group of guy friends who were like brothers to me. They were like my family. And we all grew up together and looked out for each other. There's still a couple of them around. One lives in California. He's in San Francisco. My friend, Chris.
2: That's awesome. There's
3: another friend, Chris, that's still out here. But most of the other ones are are just not around anymore. So that's another reason um, I'm grateful for this group, you know, for the group of of women. Like, it, it just wasn't, it didn't exist back then
2: it's like interesting and you think about like a lot of different factors too that play into it like social media wasn't a thing back then the no oh it was
3: so diy like just handing out flyers like flyers. You know, at the park mm-hmm. at two o'clock you know come through or you know we're going to be over here on sunday you yeah. know come, come by and yeah and we just like that's how it was
2: yeah and what so my parents said too like how did you know like how did you know when shows were happening or how did oh, you know when people were meeting <laughs> I was thinking about it, like, as I was watching, it, I was like, how did people just know where to go or, you know, who was playing? Like,
3: yeah, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> we, just, we
2: did but it.
1: Sometimes and sometimes that- you would show up someplace and it would be canceled or <laughs> it would be the wrong, wrong place.
3: place. Yeah. Or who you know getting lost? There was no GPS, so i <laughs>
0: yeah. like, you would just uh, be
1: asking everybody along the way, following people that you
0: run like into. They somebody. Where
1: you're going, <laughs> going
0: makes for a great story, though. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, we somehow
1: survived. We somehow did it. You know.
3: There used to be a payphone outside of Tompkins Square that we all had the phone number to. So sometimes we would just call to see like who's hanging out, like who's down there. We could call payphones back then. Do you guys even know what payphones are? I don't know. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) we we, are not that young. (laughs) I don't know those booths, like those Superman booths. Nobody knows what they are anymore. But um. Yeah, we would, like, call the phone <laughs> and see who was hanging out, if any, you know, like, what was going on, if anything was happening before we went down. Yeah. I forgot about that even till just now. That's funny.
2: <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that's, I mean, different time, but, I mean, looking back, it does make you a little more grateful for, you know, the group and just having that collective group of women to now have oh, shows with. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Especially after being away from it for a while. So, I, you know, raising my, my girls, um, being away from it, like that was where my focus was for a long time. Yeah. And so, coming back now, I'm at it's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let's go. Shows. Yeah. We'll put on shows. Like, book sign. <laughs> let's do it. Like, I'm all. Yeah. I'm it was crazy. the same for me, too.
1: I was away for a while because, you know, I married somebody who was not into hardcore. You know, and it's very difficult if you're not into the music to sit through concerts like that, you know? You don't understand what's going on. You know, it's like um, I could get him every once in a while to go to like a heavy metal show, you know, because I also love like thrash metal and stuff. And I remember we, the last show we were at, it was an overkill show. And he was just like this in the corner and he looked at me uh... and he's like, is it over yet? And I was like, okay, we can't do this anymore. <laughs> so um, I started going to shows by myself and um you know, as I said before, like I have, I have anxiety. So like, you yeah. know, I made mean, my car, my safe space and all that stuff. I had like ways of dealing with it, but I wanted to go to the shows that badly, yeah. you know? So, um, you know, started going by myself. So having a group like this is just everything. Cause I know there has to be like, you know, dozens of other people like me,
2: you know? Oh, 100%. So, yeah. yeah. Would you say like most people in the group are, mm-hmm. East coast based, or is it kind of spread out all over?
1: Um, It's. I think it's
3: worldwide right now.
1: It is spread out, um, but I think there is a concentration of us um, here just because that's where we're, we're, you know, where it started, but I would love for it to like branch out, you know, and um, I always Mm -hmm. try to look for flyers, um, not East coast flyers to post you know, I'm always trying to look for bands that are not East Coast and, um, you know, so scrolling through, if I can find anything, I, I always try to, like, you know, get it all across. Right now, there's not too much going on in certain places, though, because of the pandemic. Yeah. So um it's all pretty much, you know, a free-for-all out here now. <laughs> so <laughs> there's a lot more shows going on here. Yeah. But once it all opens up, I hope to... um get, you know, flyers from everywhere so we can promote all over the world what's going on and have pit reports from everywhere, so. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we're trying to get
3: people to like, to like do more of that right? Like when you go to a show, like maybe like do a little video, like live from the pit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's yeah. such a good idea. Or everybody's <laughs> been shy. <laughs> like, little, yeah. like Little recap videos of like yeah. shows and stuff. Yeah, Or even if weird. they write like, like, on yeah, page. write like a show, show here's pictures. some
1: pictures, you know, something. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Like I try to do lives when I go to the shows because if, you know, people are from all around the world, right? So not everybody can get out to the shows. So I try to do like a little live of the band, just have like a little clip.
2: Yeah, I think I think I watched one of you did it at the Anti Flag show. There was like one from like the side of the stage. I can't. Oh, that's good Yeah. Okay. They probably
3: went live from over there. Yeah. Because we weren't on the stage
2: <laughs> I was yeah. trying to remember. Like, where it, was like on, it was like on the side like oh, i think it was on lynn's side
3: oh that might have been me no <laughs> I, was of, I was in front of lynn but not on the stage but like right in front it was of like
2: me. kind of in that like weird yeah. like section
1: like on the side
3: yeah that it might did
1: live from there too when they were in um in boston yeah. It was funny
3: because Elisa, was, who's another one of our group members, she was standing next to me and I was going live and she, on her phone, she's like, oh, look, somebody's going live. When <laughs> she looks at it, she's like, wait a second. I'm like, Elisa, it's me. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, whoa. <laughs> she's like, mind blown. Like, oh my gosh.
2: It's yeah. so funny. We, I think we tried to like go live at like a show. It was, it was the bad cop show, right? With the last gang and. Venomous Pink's, the one at Alex. Yeah, the service was
3: awful. <laughs> we were like
0: gonna
2: go <laughs> live.
3: Way, electric. Sometimes I can't get a signal. If I'm on the, like, if I'm on the, like, right in front of the stage, I can't get a signal. Sometimes I have to stand on the bench to yeah. get a signal.
0: And we were trying and trying, and it just kept saying, "Like, hold on." And then, yeah, just, like, trying to forget it. it. Like, right. and By then, you're like, forget it. Yeah,
2: you guys cannot see the show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But I don't know. I love watching lives like from you know wherever it feels like you're there when
2: mm-hmm. you
0: when you can't actually be there and I love it. Right. Just yeah, no, when atmosphere. I'm sitting home
1: feeling sorry for myself because I'm I'm not out somewhere, I'm like, who's live? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Definitely. Exactly. Do you ever exactly. see like women of the pit hosting shows in other areas? Like that's a possibility. <laughs> or somebody invite us somewhere. <laughs> To turn into somebody like invite oh, us,
1: yeah. 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 So yeah, no. So far, we've got you. You know, we've just got the one in Brockton on the 26th of March. Mm-hmm. So that's with Doggy Dog. Uh, I'm gonna forget somebody. So okay, Doggy Dog. Okay, I got it. Maafa, Kings Never, our <laughs> Bomb Parade,
3: Wisdom and War, and capricorn <laughs> Okay, oh, <there you> <laughs> all
1: right.
3: <laughs> Here we go. It's that show's gonna be sick.
1: That is going to be amazing
3: So, doggy dog again like I that brings me back to like when I was a kid right (laughs) so seeing them now is like it's just a whole different experience
1: yeah and like the the people of the fine city of Brockton are amazing they are I mean the scene there is just awesome explosive I love it it's at um, a VFW um, it's put on by, uh, Brockton Hardcore Shows, which is run by Shawna, And, um, so it's like a women run, you know, promoter. And, um, it's just got a, it's just got that old school feel to it. You know, it's like, a, you know, a hardcore show and a VFW. Well, I love it. So it's great. And the people who run it are great. And the bathrooms are clean. And
0: there's always toilet paper. I
1: was like crazy show, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, the bathrooms are delightful." You,
2: know, you
1: don't say that about too many. Babies. Oh,
2: that's right.
0: there's somebody in, in there handing you paper towels,
1: right? <laughs> I know, I go that far, but there's always paper towels in there, and there's four stalls. <laughs> and they
0: and they all work right yes
1: yes, it's
2: crazy wow that's something yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't see that a lot at shows no.
1: <laughs> but the sound there is also great too let's just say that as well <laughs>
2: yeah
1: the sound there is great the people are great i i love shows there so
3: i haven't been there yet this is my first time heading yeah, up
1: you're gonna you're gonna love it yeah I'm love looking that. forward to it and then a week later, we've got Fowry um, Electric, Towery Electric, Rampage Fest 3. <laughs> so we are co-hosting that again, with, Drew Stone.
3: Again, with Drew Stone. Yeah. Yes. Fahrenheit 451. We have Rebelmatic, The High and the Mighty, and Ma'afa again, <laughs> and then a bunch of others like Bride Riot and Ape and Fright. And I, I'm forgetting somebody.
1: Scum City yes yep so eight bands it's going to be amazing
3: that's eight is eight a there. lot of
1: diversity on the bill which we love right. like so
3: a we're block away yeah yes yes absolutely <laughs> i like it because it's a block away from CB's. so like, being, uh, <laughs> like it kicks back a lot of memories though so.
1: and also because we can eat at organic grill yeah that's it <laughs> <laughs> yeah when you're in new york city you got to eat
2: at organic grill
3: uh, that's the, how little that's uh, our little product spot
2: product. how would you compare like the scene now versus the scene back you know in the 80s and 90s
3: um okay so it's definitely more diverse and i love it um i feel like there's this whole new movement um of of bands that are finally getting their voices heard right they've always been there and always been a part of the scene but maybe not necessarily brought to the front of the scene and seeing them like come to light and shine is really excited for me exciting for me and also um, just to have this girl group again when i was a kid there was no girl gang it was just like me and a bunch of guys and that was it You know, (laughs) like there was no, hey, sis, I got your back. It was, you know, look out for your own. Um,
1: Don't look at my boyfriend. Yeah. (laughs) Well,
3: (laughs) 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 right. But um, I love that it's more inclusive and more diverse. And I think uh, I think we still have a long way to go, but we've we've also come a long way. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, I do kind of want to piggyback off something you said, Lori, um, when Gina was talking right now, you said um, about like, don't look at my boyfriend, like type thing, like, not speaking on that specifically, but a broader theme of, you know, women supporting women. There's not a lot of spaces for women still. That's, that's the reality. You're going to have an organization that has, you know, 20 men and like two women, you Mm -hmm. know? and as much as we want to say you know we support each other we want to help each other out we want to do all these things to uplift everyone the reality is we're still going to encounter cases where it feels like a competition or it feels like we're going to head to head with each other or you know all these other things that we really try not to do but it tends to feel like that at times and This was something that we had talked about with um, Theo from Luna Chicks. She um, said, you know, in the 90s with all these bands, you know, Luna Chicks, Babes in Toyland, L7, Bikini Kill, Bratmobile, like all these bands were so good at the time. And when shows were being scheduled, they would only put, you know, one, maybe two bands on the bill that had women in it. And it created this competition with them that they didn't want. You know, they're trying to, you know, represent women and you know be at the forefront do all these things but when they're trying to compete for that one spot it can be hard to uplift the person next to you when you also want that spot you know what i mean what do you think about that collectively and like what are some ways to kind of just combat that and not really like pay attention to it or you know maybe steer it to where it can be productive in a sense for both people or you know whatever it is
1: i think that i mean in in anything in life really you can only be responsible for your own mindset Mm -hmm. and so um i think just being consistent with supporting others um you know adjusting somebody else's crown as they say you know um you know and just being consistent with it and not responding to any pettiness or um You know, if somebody is, you know, trying to compete or something like that, just not just not responding to it.
3: Yeah, don't engage.
1: Yeah, Yeah, don't engage. Just having that mindset. And so, um, you know, I strive to always, you know, give other groups shout outs. And if you if you need something promoted, please come to us. We will promote it. You know, that's, um, I am always begging for that really, you know, like, Hey, let us give your businesses and this and that podcast, whatever, a shout out. We definitely will, you know, so just having that mindset and ignoring the competition, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um, I think is something that we all should, you know, do, and maybe, you know, it'll be contagious.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah like we know younger generations are are looking at us and and trying to like see what we're doing to try to model themselves and um and so that's important for us to represent women in that light right like we want to support and uplift other voices we're not like we don't go to shows to like hook up with the other bands like that's not we're not there we're there for the music you know like that's not our purpose we're not um and uh and and when we see people acting like that it really just it's not it's not any part of our mission it's not part of you know my life outside of the hardcore scene it's just not not who we even are as individuals so that's not what we bring to the group at all yeah. you know it's all about um again i have two daughters you know so like uh, teaching them raising them you know to be little feminists and you know supporting other women like when you support others we all rise right
2: yeah,
3: for everybody. Yeah.
2: yeah,
3: I was gonna ask what, um, like, how did you both
0: get introduced to punk initially?
3: <laughs> you want to go first?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of so. So I was a thrash metal girl, <laughs> and um, I saw the Chrome Mags open up for Anthrax, and so that was—I always say—that was my gateway because <laughs> the energy, and I just. I don't know. I was just blown away. So, um, yeah, that was how I got like kind of introduced to the world of hardcore. Yeah. And
0: you just like, you just decided to get tickets to, or somebody else got you tickets for the show or you just.
1: Oh, okay. So I used to work at a record <laughs> store called agents of fortune on long islands. And, um, you know, I was listening to like punk bands and things like that. I love DOA. Um, you know and yeah we were uh i think we were on i think i might have even have been on a guest list because we always sold the tickets to all the shows like back in the day you would go to record stores and you can get the tickets so mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah i would go to all the thrash metal shows and stuff and then i started going to hardcore shows after that nice
2: Aww. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little
3: baby Lori. You, so, um, so I was in New Jersey, and as soon as I could, I was like 15 years old, and I used to sneak out with like my older friends because I always hung out with older people, and we would drive to um, the city. We used to go to this club called Lamour's in Brooklyn. Oh
1: yeah, Lamour's. I'm so glad. <laughs> Why didn't we meet back then?
3: I don't know. I don't because know. Because that but, was um, like
1: my I second home. Free.
3: Yeah. yeah. So we used to go to shows there, and a lot of bands uh, played there Um, before CBs, before, like, we went to CBs, but that was, uh, those shows were always, like, Friday night, Saturday night, and then finally someone came with flyers for a Sunday show, we were, like, Sunday matinee, like, who hangs out on Sundays, and we went. And I was just like, yo, <laughs> 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 like, it was, it was like, you, you know, what was cool about that? Cause even Lamores, Lamores had like a bigger stage. Right. And there was like a backstage. So it was still a little rock starry, even if yeah, but like, it me, was like, um, like right there, you were all in like the bands were just hanging out like one second. They're like dancing next to you and the next minute. They're like up on stage. It was just the community. Um, like I was just sold right from the get-go. And then, you know, those were our Sundays. Those were our Sunday matinees. There was, um, back then there was a bunch of clubs. I don't even remember a lot of them, but I was, I missed like the whole A7 thing. Everybody talks about A7. I was like a couple of years out of that. But, um, we used to go to a lot of shows at the Ritz. Yeah. When it was on, it's Webster Hall now. They still, they have the black and blue there though, Webster Hall.
1: They had the right track in on Long Island and they had uh, shows at
3: Sundance. I've been to Sundance. Yeah, Sundance. Yeah. Yeah. There was a place Animal Hall in Brooklyn, too. We used to go to. So it was just it was like immediate, like, this is where I belong, you know, like not fitting in anywhere else. (laughs) Um, Like, those are my people. Those are my people. The energy in that room, you know. Yeah. yeah. Even that shows yeah. now. Like it's just, I love it. I love it. I don't know. There's probably something like in our brains that like, <laughs> like <laughs> there's something different. Like those those shows.
1: <laughs> yeah. Always like that, you know, heavy music, heavy driving, like the, the passion, the vocals, the yeah, just explosive nature of it. It just um
3: and then so look, we I were met, angry. But... We were angry kids and the music reflected it. And it was like, it was just our way of life. Yeah. I'm not that angry anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, still like I, still I still
0: like the, the- I I still say, that angry. No,
1: like I think I connect more with um, hardcore now than metal. Uh, metal was always like, you know, f- more about like, you know, demons and f- fantasy and and kind of, you know, not not all of it, but like one of my first bands I loved Iron Maiden, you know.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And um but you know, hardcore music was more about, you know, the struggle, you know. And I was just like you know, as a teen, I mean, I I actually you know, I'm not you're not working, you're not paying taxes, you're not voting. You know, now I'm pissed off, you know. Now I'm just like, you know, like <laughs>
0: It's like why were we so angry as kids? <laughs> I like, know. It's like, "Whoa, <laughs>
1: calm down," you know? So, yeah, but Yeah. Yeah, I think I connect more with those lyrics now. You know, now that you like you raise a teenager and you reach those levels of anger you never knew existed. And you know, yeah, I think I connect better now.
3: Do
0: your, do uh, your kids listen to the same music as you do or are they like, <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, my daughter, my youngest, the other day we were out to dinner and she's like, there's two kinds of music I hate. She goes, country music and my mom's." <laughs> 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 I was like, yes. <laughs> but um, wow. it's funny because they don't, my kids, my girls don't like the music, but they're at- attitude their way of thinking their whole being is so hardcore you know like they they don't even know it but they are
1: I would say the same about my daughter as well my daughter's um she's 21 and she listens to I don't even know what it is it's like some kind of you know (laughs) I don't even know how to describe it it's kind of well, actually, I don't even want to say because maybe somebody, uh, somebody out there would like the music and get all insulted. So I'm not going to say what it <laughs> is, but I think it's crap. And, um, you know, I like walking past our room and saying, Alexa, play Agnostic Front.
2: You know? <laughs> all the time.
1: But, um, yeah, but she's got a punk rock attitude, you know?
3: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs>
2: all right. One final roundup for this. Um what would you say or like what kind of advice would you give to someone who either might want to go to a show by themselves or just wants to find you know a sense of community amongst a punk scene that might not be as representative of themselves
3: oh wow that's a good question (laughs) right i think um so if you're into the music and you want to go to a show, like go to a show, like you'll find your people, like go to a show and groups like ours, like if it's, you know, if they reach out to us, like maybe you can put feelers out and be like, you know, who's going, is anybody going? Um, a lot of the younger kids we talk to, like they really don't have any problem. Yeah, they don't have a problem. They're like, yeah, we're just going to go. So, yeah, you know, I, I feel like especially at hardcore shows, like people like people are just like real and down to earth and like, you're going to find your people. I'd say just go. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I would give that advice too. just, um, you know, you can reach out on our page, but if you don't find anybody, just go. Just and go. Um, you know, Hey, I found myself in that position, like six months after starting this group, I went to go see, um Sarah in Providence and I didn't know anybody there and I was like oh no now I got to put my you know words to practice <laughs> and um you know it's always easy meeting people on the bathroom line because you're a <laughs> <all laughs> captain <laughs> yeah. you, need, you know you got time so and that's what I did I met my friend Susan there so we both have a matryoshka tattoo and like a nesting doll tattoo on our arm so that's how we met so you know you just never know just um yeah you'll always find somebody friendly at a show
3: I mean, I've met people in the pit, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and like my friend, my friend, um, other Gina, I call her, she always says like, you know, if it's a, it's a good day, you know, like you want to be there at a show in the pit. If you're having a bad day, you want to be there at the show in the pit. Like that's just, it's where we meet our people. So. Yeah,
2: definitely. I love that. Yeah. I want to plug like your social media and where people can find you and all of that
3: yeah
1: thank you yeah you can find us on um facebook women of the pit we have um a closed group for uh just just the ladies or people identifying you know um and uh and we're on ig women of the pit and that's for everybody
2: awesome cool yeah. So, and also like
1: we've got our merch now so, <laughs> yeah. um, this is our merch behind me this is all these boxes here oh wow so, and our merch is um all of the profits go to one simple wish so and you can find us on etsy women of the pit so buy a sweatshirt t-shirt tanks i got windbreakers back here so um and that all gets donated to one simple wish that helps um kids in the foster care system
3: yeah. So that's another yeah. thing I think that's important to mention that we kind of glossed over to like, yeah, we raise money for charity, but like the money that we're making, we're not doing this like to make money, yeah. like all the money, all the profits are either going back into the merch or going to, to charity. So that's I awesome. think, you know, that's important to say, like, it's all going to a good cause to make the world a better place.
2: Yay. Yeah. One sweatshirt at right to- time well awesome thank you so much thank you thank you this was fun